Hello and welcome to another edition of Discover Mercer County Business. I'm your host, Rod Wilt, and I'm the Executive Director of Penn Northwest Development Corporation. And we are Mercer County, Pennsylvania's Certified Economic Development Organization. Our motto is, make it in Mercer County. And our role is to create low-cost financing solutions for recruiting, retaining, and growing jobs and business opportunities in every corner of our county. The sole purpose of this program is to showcase people and organizations that are making things happen here. We interview them to find out why they have chosen Mercer County, Pennsylvania as a great place to live, work, and play. We're producing this show in conjunction with Teal College students, faculty, and staff, and we're coming to you from the state-of-the-art TV and radio studios in the James Pettus Communication Center on Teal's campus in Greenville, Pennsylvania. If you would like to connect with our improvement movement team to see how you can make it in Mercer County, please visit our website at penn-northwest.com or call us at 724-662-3705. You can also find us on YouTube by searching Penn Northwest Development Corp or connect with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoy this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. And today we welcome to our program, Jim Landino from JCL Energy. I guarantee you one of the most interesting interviews you're gonna see on our program. Jim, thanks for being here, man. Well, you're welcome. I've been looking forward to this since we booked this a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you have so much going on. So we're gonna do it in two parts. We're gonna talk about JCL Energy, and then we're gonna talk about all the Landino development okay. that you have going on in Mercer County. So. Tell us the JCL Energy story, how, how you were in the transformer business and brought you to Mercer County. How far back are we going? You go back as All far right. as you want to start. So I got lucky. So I was a machine tool uh, technician, uh, journeyman apprentice uh, on my way to an apprenticeship in uh, machine tool technology, tool and die, and uh, really was coached by a number of people that it's time for me to start looking for a sales job. So, um, and intriguingly, I was dating a girl whose father loved me more than her. And uh, <laughs> see what true I story, mean, right? See what I mean? True story. So this he, is, this he, is where we're just he, getting started. He was the graphic designer for Kodak. He was a, a subcontractor. So he calls me to his office one time and he's like, we got to get you a sales job. He says, let's do a resume for you. Let's put you out there. So I go out on the street looking for a job and I connect up with a woman by the name of Barbara Walt, uh, Barbara Edwards. And she went by BB. And the rest of the story gets, gets there. But Bibi was a sales crew, a recruiter in Rochester, New York. And I had to go meet her. Talked her on the phone. Back then, there was no technology, right? So I'm calling her up on the phone. She's like, I, I really like you. Why don't you come in? I use the only place salespeople that are professionals, you know, that have been in this in, in trade. And uh, I go in and meet her. She likes me. She's, now, she's, now age-wise, how old are you now? So I am 23-ish. Okay, 22, just right I'm a kid. Right yeah, I just, yeah. Got, yeah, I got out of school, worked a couple of job shops. Yep. Okay. And then uh, I, I had to change my clothes, go from wearing my, my, my tool and die stuff to, to this interview. I went with my mom. Uh, my mother always you know, took me places like that because you know, yeah. it, like, it was an excuse to go to Rochester. So anyhow, uh, I meet her. She puts me out. She says, listen, this company has already interviewed four or five people, she says. They'll interview one more. They probably have already picked their guy. And she wasn't really telling me I wasn't the guy, but it took a lot of pressure off me. I don't know if that was her style or not. But she gave me some brochures, and here's a, a pole mount transformer. Here's a substation transformer. Here's a pad mount transformer. I'm like, okay, so I have to go home and go through the Encyclopedia Britannica, talk to my dad, try to figure out what the hell a transformer is. Make a long story short, I go into this interview. I'm prepared. And um, I spent about an hour and a half with these two guys. and. I, 
I thought it went well. I go back to the I go back to the shop. The phone rings. My boss comes down gruffly. Said, "There's a Barbara Edwards on the phone for you." Kind of gave me a dirty look. I, she said, "How'd it go today, Jim?" And I said, um, "I thought it went pretty good. I'll be ready the next time." She's, "Well, you're going tomorrow." I said, "Ah, you know, it's really hard for me to get out of work." I said, "She's, well, you're going back to the same place." I said, "Well, why would I be going back there?" All right. She said, "Well, you're going to get the job." She said, "I don't know what happened today, but they like you. They're hiring." So that took me into the transfer business. So this is 19. 94-ish, right? And, and really, I went to work for this company. I lived there with these guys for about nine years in Rochester. Got to know the founder of Sunbelt Transformer at that time. And uh, this, uh, he had started a company in 81. And uh, we got to be pretty close. Um, and I ended up looking for a new job probably nine and a half years later. And they were interested in a second location uh, coming out of Temple, Temple Texas. And uh, we just started looking for uh, locations. It's really interesting. It does dovetail very well into Mercer County, why Mercer County? Because there was buildings all over Youngstown, you can imagine. Yeah. So this is yeah. now 1994-ish, uh, and a lot of things were going to crap, probably on the manufacturing side, for yeah. sure. A lot of empty buildings, a lot of uh, uh, torn down stuff. When we entered Sharon at first, I wasn't necessarily sold on Sharon. And I had a small piece of being the influencer here. I had two kids at the time, little guys. And uh, we rolled into town, and I thought we were coming into Bosnia as we came down Broadway <laughs> Dock Street, right? Because all the mill had been knocked yeah. down, and things were laying there. I'm like, holy cow. But I man ran into uh, Dick Ross, who at that time was the economic development director for Penn Power, right? Yeah. And okay. they had the, the Penn Northwest guys. They were, I think they were probably just almost emerging at that time. But he took me to Buell Park as, as, a, as a unit and really sold us on, you don't want to go to Newcastle, you want to end up, you want to come here. You want to come to Mercer County and you want to be someplace near Buell Park, he says, because it's a you know, great place to raise your family. So that became kind of like our stakeholder. And then we got fortunate all along the way uh, of, of meeting just really, really great people. And then the building fell into play and sort of the rest is history. But for me, um, over the course of the next 20 years, um, I kind of got my, my claim to fame, if there's such a thing, was, you know, I was the last guy standing as all the other guys sort of sold their shares of Sunbelt out. And, and I looked around one day and, I, and my, my CFO calls me. He's like, hey, by the way, he said, you have 95% uh, uh, of the company. Oh, wow. In stock. <laughs> now you have a bunch of notes payable. Right. Um, so I, so I, we, were, we were grinding and we grounded out pretty hard. Um, the company just got worth a lot of money. And it became too valuable, and I and, and really I probably made what I refer to as a, a fairly significant mistake, not really understanding the equity markets. We sold to an equity firm, uh, blew up my family, which was the which was the company. Yeah, okay. uh, I was fifty years old, so I got a fresh start uh, all over again at, at fifty, which was really tremendous. So that event happened about five years ago, mm -hmm. six years ago, six yeah. years ago. So Sunbelt was sold to an investor group, and so now Jim Lambino is on the outside, kind of. You know, had a little windfall, but catching his breath. Yeah. And then since that time, JCL yeah. Energy popped yeah. up. Yes. So we had no thoughts at that point in time that we would step back into the electrical equipment business, right? I had a five-year non-compete. Um, I figured the place would just kind of go on. One of the reasons I, I sold and the way it went, I left people in very, very excellent positions. These were your uh, guys you recruited to run the business. So, so there was a team of... Well, actually, it was a great company. It was probably 75 employees at that time. But the core group of managers, the 10, were all sitting perfectly. They got buy-sell agreements. They got stock options. I mean, you know, everybody kind of, it, it worked really well. And, and part of the deal really was because uh, the way it played out dynamically, and I've been told I'm likable, right? So my guys all said, listen, if you stay in the room, you're always going to be the guy that everybody wants to come talk to. Right, right. So you almost do us a favor if you leave. 
And it was really, and it didn't say it that way, but it was absolutely implied to me by the brokers handling the deal. So, and I'm not trying to make excuses for why I sold because I've had a lot of time to self-reflect on this and watching the company sell. You know, really, um, everybody thinks this is all great. I'm sitting in my pickup truck and you have what they call this, this capital call, right? And all of a sudden you're going through the closing and everybody has to agree that you're selling your company, right? And I'm sitting alone in a pickup truck and they dump a bunch of money in your account. You think, boy, this is the best day of my life. And yeah, but you just gave up all your- you I, I would gave... argue that it wasn't necessarily that. Yeah. But in the meantime, I was sitting next to two or three buildings that we'd already started renovations on and sharing that were all dilapidated, really just in outrageously crazy, bad condition. Um, and then we just kind of dug in. I dug in. Um, we had this liquidity event. Everybody's like, I can't believe you didn't go to Florida. I mean, why don't you go to Arizona? Why don't you yeah. go here? Everybody's telling me this. But my story is like, I'm a dog, 10 leashes around my <laughs> neck, right? And at two o'clock on December 29th or whatever the heck it was, all the leashes got cut and the dog never leaves the backyard. So my backyard was Sharon sure. and Mercer County. your home. And it had been my home. And, and I was realizing that was my home. Yeah, you got married. You, this, well, and, since then, yeah. yeah. I mean, since then, all sorts of things have happened. But, I mean, the three properties became 50. Yeah, and we're going to get into that yeah. side of but, it. But, but, but on the transformer side, I mean, so I watched what happened over the few years. And, and really, you know, I, I did... I watched, I call it the Tim Tuller guy, Tim the Tool Man. You know, I was, I was the guy over the fence, right? Watching, <laughs> watching my friends leave the office every day. There's discouragement. There's this, there's this. And I looked at it and said, man, there's got to probably be opportunity back. In to the get the band back together. Yeah because, yeah, because we all know what businesses are really made up of, right? People. All people. There's all these people, these great people are walking out the door. And I'm like, they just don't seem to be as happy as I thought they might be. In the second transaction there didn't help it. But so I looked at it and said, okay. I think we're going to end up back in the transform business. I really do. And then, so that light know, bulb went off. What a couple of years after this? Two thing? years ago, yeah. Okay. And, and probably again, I laugh because if I'd known a longer time ago, we would have been probably a little bit less aggressive on maybe real estate and some of the other things that we had moved into. Um, but we, well, we did what we did, right? We we moved and grew really fast into the into another arena. But but bolding the team back together again on the transform side has been super great. That's been fun. It's been fun. Oh, that's awesome. Fun. So where does it sit today? You're up and running. Yeah, you so we sales, started uh, January, January 3rd of 2020. Everybody wants to start a business January of 2020. And then right. here comes COVID. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of lost about six months, which turned out to be in many ways a blessing in disguise because we had the non-compete. And, and some people would say, oh, you should have been building this thing up. But we really hadn't. You know, so we really had been waiting for January to kick. And we didn't want to have any issues. We wanted to look at this thing. We're going to come at this thing as a new company, you know, starting our business on January 3rd with, with no strings attached to anything else. So we had a clean slate. So we had to go accumulate equipment. We had to accumulate people. We had to get a shop together. We had to do all these things that we probably could have done earlier, but just really didn't want to take a chance on doing. Um, and here we were. So then we really got a nice start since June of uh, last great. year. So what, so what are the products and who are the customers? All right, so uh, we're selling uh, transformers to the industrial and commercial and contractor type of, uh, of, of, data, of, of database. So uh, for the most part, like the, the, if you had a pie, the majority of the slices of pie are the utility markets. We're the non-utility side of the electrical transform business. Short lead times, uh, pad mount transformers, pole mounts, Substations, dry types, a lot of them are, are, are speckled around the campus here. So they're underground services. Um, so, so it's a commercial, it's a commercial it's, yeah, application. We're selling contractors, uh, institutions, uh, electrical distributors, other dealers, lots of products.
And we moved pretty quick to set up the shop and get the inventory under control. So as you look forward, talk about the number of employees that you think you're going to be at maybe by the end of your yeah, first so we, year. And, and I know you had a delay, but. So we grow fast, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we aren't known to go slow. Uh, so we have at least 12 now, uh, have been just adding more and more. We've bolted on a, uh, a rental business, uh, in particular right now, an equipment rental business that we like a lot. Just added two new players to that. It's probably, I mean, we're 12 on our way to 30 employees probably um, and fairly quick. Oh, that's um, great. So sales up. are moving decent, um, never fast enough, but we've been very, very fortunate. So some really great customers have shown up. A lot of friends have shown up that I've known for 30 years. I mean, it's been really, um, I'm honored by every time somebody comes to work with us or sometime, or somebody buys something from us that we know. I mean, I'm just, I feel like, I mean, I'm just, I mean, it's, it's a gift, right? I mean, how lucky are you that your friends love you that much and they're coming back to, to hang out with you again? So we have a few minutes left in this segment. You're buying a lot of used transformers and reconditioning them, right? And then sending them back out on the yeah. market on a, yeah. on a national basis. Is the business regional? Is it, is it across um, the country at this point? So we've been mostly structured probably within a 500 mile radius of here, though we've shipped to Texas and Florida. Um, yeah, we're, so we're buying used equipment surplus. We also have new equipment as well that's private labeled. So we've already got our stuff out there with our name. You know, we're trying to uh, really brand ourselves as JCL Energy. Um, we like the energy name, not so much as the sector, but again, we believe that the, it's the energy of people that basically make things happen. So we like the name a lot. We like the logo a lot from the development side. So it's, uh, it's been a push that way to just more and more equipment. So as the energy markets are, are shifting, more renewables, uh, maybe away from coal, natural yeah. gas and yeah. things, you're, that doesn't really impact you so much because you're dealing with electricity once it's made. Yeah, and, and the usage of electricity continues to go up, though we see more LED lights and more efficiency. There's more and more electrical devices being turned on every day, right? So that's the good news of the day, whether it's electric cars, whatever. So we feel like we're in a really, really good space. We like it. We know it's a good space. I'll tell you why, because all the equity guys are there. So mm -hmm. you know that they wouldn't be playing around if they didn't see a lot of opportunity. So we think we can grow the business fairly quick um, and, and we're moving at that pace. I mean, you have a target in mind, like maybe I know 2021 is maybe shot because and I know it's still early, yeah. but I mean, do you have some benchmarks out there in yeah, terms I mean, of we'd sale? Yeah, like I mean, we'd like to, I mean, I talk very boldly. I mean, I'd like to see us be a $25, $30 million uh, sales company in about three years, three to four years, so quick. Yeah, so it's, it's going to require all boots on the ground, which we like and, uh, just showing up with a lot of uh, a lot of pump in the step every day. Well, if your enthusiasm has anything to do with it, Jim, <laughs> you're going to make it. So uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we're going to come back and talk to Jim about some of his development stuff that he's been doing while he's been ramping up the transformer business. So we'll be right back on this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. Looking to expand and grow? Then Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the right place for you. Whether your company is involved in manufacturing, technology, logistics, health, or business services, shell gas exploration, or retail, we can help. Mercer County, Pennsylvania offers low-cost land, valuable infrastructure, a quality labor force, and the right financial tools to make your corporate expansion an affordable reality. Mercer County is only a day's drive to major markets including Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, New York City, Chicago, and even Southern Canada. Companies like GE Transportation, Joy Cone Company choose to make it in Mercer County, and Penn Northwest wants to show you how your company can also make it in Mercer County too. Our team of experts will help you expand and save dollars. 
How does Penn Northwest do it? How does Penn Northwest save companies so much money? With a combination of low interest loans, grants and credits, tax abatements and even tax free property. Here's the best part. Penn Northwest will do most of the work for you. Just click on the button below and get the process started. Or you can first get an idea of how your organization can make it in Mercer County by using the savings estimator located at makeitinmercercounty.com. You'll see that expanding your business in Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the move that makes the most dollars and cents. Call Penn Northwest Development Corporation at 724-662-3705 for more information. And we are back on uh, Discover Mercer County Business, and we're talking to Jim Landino with JCL Energy. And Jim, since the uh, liquidity event with Sunbelt, you've been investing heavily in the Shenango Valley. What are you doing, and why are you doing it? That's a great question. My mother asks me that all the time. <laughs> um, um, so it's a tough one because we, we ended up accumulating some blocks of buildings. You know, you would have thought that would be hard to acquire blocks of buildings, but we actually own blocks of buildings. Um, you know, so we got kind of fortunate. Um, one of the tenants showed up very quickly and needed a parking lot. So the building didn't have a parking lot. So we bought the building across the street to make sure we had the parking lot. Then the guy next door wants to sell, you know, so some of this showed up almost uh, organically where we didn't expect it to. I think the appetite for dirt probably surprises everybody how dirty I'm willing to get mm -hmm. every day and, and probably continue to, do, uh, to get. Um, well, we just kind of went one after another and it kind of started its own little role. Um, and then we fell in love with history, right? So to get right back to part of it. So I live in the 1922 Oddfellows Lodge, which was- uh, So wait, you made a private residence. Yeah, so I, so, so, and that was probably, I think what people were surprised about that we would put our stake in the ground right in the center of downtown Sharon. You know, Karen Winter, same thing, right? She's, yeah, you know, she's so right we, we proved, I think to everybody, listen, we're not, we're gonna do something extraordinary here. We're gonna, we're gonna put something that you're not used to seeing. We take people often on tours of it, not because we're overly, you know, like we wanna showcase it, but it's, I think they need to see how far we've gone with the building. It's probably one of the best buildings in town now that we realize what's out there in, in, in property. So we restored that, moved right into town, um, moved a couple of companies near us, and then people started knocking on our door. So next thing you know, you're looking at the building that's 1918, and you're looking at a building that's 1908, and then here comes another building that Chuck Bestwick said I had to have down the street, which is the Applegate, another fantastic yeah. building, you know? And then you start falling in love with buildings. Then we have the 1886 Verostic, which was the original uh, Sharon Flower Mill. So some of it became history. And then I was interviewed not long ago, and a guy got me to talk about something that I didn't even know. I said, well, you know, think about what this town looked like, Sharon as an example, or Greenville, in the 19, late 40s, right after World War II, early 50s. I mean, it must have it been- It was buzzing. It must have been crazy, right? So I grew up in a town that had the, the five and dime, the cigar shop, the beauty, you know, my mother's beauty shop, right? Yeah. And the, the hardware stores and the yeah. candy stores. And you made one little stroll up and down the street, you were just you got smiling. Everything. You had a donut, you had coffee, you had, right? And it yeah. was just, and you could just see people. I mean, it was, and I, in some place in my mind, you know, at my age, I'm looking around and saying, man, wouldn't it be great? So, you know, we went out and bought a second home almost immediately. Jen and I, I met Jen and Sharon downtown at the Wilson's Furniture Building in, in the spring of, 19, of 2015. And we've been inseparable ever since. And we ended up, in, and we really thought we were probably going to move to Tampa. Florida. We really yeah. did. We really thought we did, but then yeah, because she had lived down there in the yeah, past. Yeah, she right? had loved it down there. Dad's down there, and uh, we thought we we're heading that direction. And we would walk around like, man, 
why can't we just do this back in Sharon? I mean, it's almost ridiculous that we're leaving town to go find the amenities someplace else, right? Crazy. So that became, I think it's a bit of a mission, right? Yeah, and I a passion. So you've got, so you've added some amenities. You built a restaurant, you've built a the coffee shop, shop had to come. She yeah. threw that giant coffee cup on the roof. And yeah. The only thing I said, well, if you're going to do that, can we please put polka dots on it? Because I think they're kind of cool. And everything else was Jen's <laughs> idea. So that is Lulu Beans. So that's Lulu Beans. Yeah. And then she went down the street and put a gift shop, which, again, looks like something you're not expecting to find in Sharon. A little ahead of it. We're a little, I mean, in my opinion, we've been a lot ahead of the curve, right? So here comes the curve now. In, in 2021, now you've got this evolved gym that opens up in the Wilson's Furniture first floor. It's, it's being operated by a bunch of great kids, high energy. Yeah. They've got a great following. So you start to put this together, right? Now, all of a sudden, it looks good. Now, you've got another restaurant coming. You've got, you know, a, a Penn State initiative, which we're all over, over next to, uh, well, right next to Penn State. Yeah, right? so, so Penn Northwest and JCL and um, developer in town, we've partnered up with Penn State. So talk a little bit about yeah, the so vision we're pushed, there. Yeah, so again, people probably think we're a little bit... Uh, crazy probably at times, right? But we owned, we had purchased all of the available property that borders Penn State. Now people say, what are you trying to do? I said, well, I, I just think these have got to be, I mean, first off, the buildings were falling apart. They needed work. They needed some love, some cleanup. Uh, and, and I just was surprised that nobody could see the town the way we saw the town, right? So we looked at the college and said, it's got to go. So we become embedded. We grab Riley Adderholt. So Riley is a, 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 when I met him, he was what, 22 years old, 23. Mm -hmm. He's a graduate of Shenango. Uh, he knows his way around. He comes in. He kind of becomes my, uh, our, our real estate kind of uh, partner in the whole in the crime deal. He explains what's going on. We start to realize, oh my God, you know this is a great opportunity. So now we're pushing with Penn uh, Penn Northwest help uh, this PHFA grant, which we're out we're outrageously optimistic about. We we yeah, would love so to see we. it happen. It's the uh, to me, it's a giant. It is a giant uh, domino that needs to fall. If it falls, and that that will start things happening in downtown Sharon and around the Penn State campus that I think we will sit here and talk about you and I 10 years from now and say it was the pivotal moment. Because we're we adding needed. some residential, we're adding some recreation. Yeah, locker doing, rooms, yeah. more sports are coming, more kids are coming, more yeah. parents are coming. The numbers for Mercer County is an example. On the travel side, I would think it, 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 should be, it should be outrageously good for everybody. Yeah, I think Mercer County is primed to be an education destination that all of these three colleges uh, that operate here. In the low cost model, let's get right down to it. I mean, why? part of why I stayed here is the efficiency of life, right? I mean, I can call somebody, I can call you, right? Part of my joy, right, when you when you took the job here, I didn't even know you prior. I mean, look how fast we can move. Yep, yep. We talk about having the right people in the right places at the right time right now to go fast. And, you know, you're obviously one of those guys. Um, when you talk about though Mercer County, what do you see some of our challenges being right now? But I think we're overcoming a lot of them, but it's it's slow and a yeah, lot of it's yeah. under the water, but you, yeah, you've I been mean, slugging it out here now for We've been a slugging while. it out. I mean, I, I, it, there's some things that everybody, nobody probably wants to talk about, and I don't know if I should be the guy to bring it up, but at some point in time, you've got to talk about probably the schools coming together as a team uh, and what's going to be in the best interest of the county as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know, just, you know, trying to bolt some pieces together. We see it all the time. You know, we're fighting a little bit for taxes and all this stuff. We get a lot of help, um, which we appreciate, but I think we got to pay attention to that. I think the municipalities are doing about as good a job as they can do to manage costs, but we've got to, we have to get residents, right? So, you know, I've heard this said, said by other people, you know, it doesn't matter where you work. It's really where you sleep that matters, right? We, we, need, to, we need to keep 
promoting ourselves is a really great place to lay your head down at night. So to that end, on the development side, you're looking at opportunities to do you know, more apartments, some decent places yeah. for people to live. And for young people, we're, we're very focused on keeping the Rileys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Those type of people, his wife's a, a attorney just starting out, but keeping them here yeah. and not, not losing them to Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Yeah, so we built some really great apartments in the uh, the old Girls Buell Club, which everybody loves that building. We've started to like it. I haven't didn't like it for a long time. <laughs> it took a lot of resources. Um, but we moved. we had five apartments, all fairly high-end, moved in real quick, all... You know, all of what you didn't think you could draw to Sharon, right, five years ago, right? People would tell us, oh, that's never going to happen. It's happening. So now we've got eight more apartments we're building on the uh, uh, above, uh, on the hill above the Buell Club, uh, the old Forker Apartments, 1937 building. Wow. Super cool. We've got the, uh, we've got the rest of the space above the Wilson's Furniture, above the gym. Would make outrageously great apartments. In any other town, no-brainer. Yep. In our town, we have to make it a no-brainer. Gotcha. And can't can't not talk about Jen's passion now. She's yeah, got the yeah. armory building and yeah. I mean, so unique. Yeah. I mean, tell us what's going on. So Jen loves that building uh, and it's across the street from where we live, you know, yeah. and she said to me one time and she said it to me a hundred times since, we'll never get this building back if we don't do the right thing with this building. And it was the girls Buell club. So, you know, when we were tearing it apart, you know, you found everything right. And, and, and the problem is you had to tear everything apart. But when you were in there, we found the keys to the sewing room, into wow. this room, so into awesome. that room. And we found gems that, you know, some people would probably just chuck it, but we kept it. So I have the, the box that has all the keys to all the different doors that were in the room, all the hooks. And uh, she's, um, she, she went through a cancer bout um, a couple of years ago, fought it through, uh, fought it off. And uh, she's been healthy since. Um, but she's really taken on this, uh, this uh, wellness piece, you know, this uh, this internal, you know, it's almost it, like a holistic. Yeah, health. it's it's very much a holistic piece, you know, where so there's there's some massage therapists that are moving in uh, soon in the lower level. Um, she's got the drawings done for what would have been the gymnasium piece for it to have everything. She thinks she's got to have a koi pond in there because the fish <laughs> create this ambiance. And I just oh, sit course. there and I'm like, OK, I think this is all great. She's got a plan and uh, and she's putting it together with some really, really great people. She's in she's in some training right now and that's what's coming. So there's a the Airy 49 Wellness Center is being created right now in downtown Sharon, which, again, um, I think it, it's, I call it Vogue. I don't know if it's the right word, but it's absolutely in season. I think people have realized that, you know, traditional medicine, you know, of, I mean, I just got my second vaccine. Listen, we're not going to get away from that, but I think the idea of, of caring for your body and listening to it talk to you is where she is. So here we come. And off we go into, into something that, again, Five years ago, you might have seen it in Tampa, all over the place, but now it's in Sharon, Pennsylvania. And I think that's part of what the, the long-term plan looks like. But Jim, I, I think sometimes you got to come from the outside. For me, I had to leave for 10, 12 years and come back. And you, you kind of bring this this vision and excitement because it, it, it I know you just get in that rut and sometimes you got to get out of the rut yeah. to jump back into the rut and keep plowing forward. Yeah. But- uh, Well, it's a challenge. I think you're onto it. I think I traveled enough when I was, when I was doing the Sunbelt gig that I saw what I liked when I was around towns, you know, and what, what bowled them together and what kind of made them special. But I think you're right. I think keeping yourself fresh and energized, it, pe people are surprised what I'll do for like Sunday afternoon for four hours. I cleaned weeds and a pro I don't even own the, we don't even own the property yet. It's next to Penn State. We've got a we've got a really nice situation going there again. All part of it, but I'm cleaning a building we don't even own. I'm out on the outside because I just got so to the yeah, point. Didn't want to look it, at it but anymore. It, yeah, but then I took some pictures of it. And I looked at it. And I'm like this, and it breathes fresh life. I think this is part of 
You know, people ask, well, why do you do this? You know, I like reconditioning electrical equipment, but I really like taking something that has really great bones and then show it, you know, re, re, I guess reconditioning is the word, right? Reinvigorating, remanufacturing, whatever it is. I mean, any of those rewords, right? Is, is kind of what the driver is. But you're also involved in, in the community on nonprofit boards and things like that. Where, where do you see Mercer County five, 10 years from now? Do you, do you think we can pull it off? Yeah, I think we can pull it off. <clears throat> I really do. I, I think people don't understand the caliber and the quality of the people that are here, right? So when you talk about the bones, right? I think we had some people that had gone through some really tough times in the 80s. They watched things fall apart, but I think the, re, the new energy you know, the Monica's that are here and the people that have seen and they, they, they're buying into it. They, they're like, man, there's an energy here. And we hear it all the time. We hear it from Warren, Ohio. We hear it from Youngstown. There's an energy in Sharon that we feel as soon as we show up here. You know, there's things that are happening. And then, you know, you just the bolt togethers of people, the resources are there. I mean, unemployment, what is it in Mercer County before COVID? Was it under 5%? It was. It Jobs was. aren't yeah. a problem, right? No, we got more, attitudes, we have more jobs attitudes. than people right now. Yeah, so attitudes, <clears throat> right? So I feel like every time we recondition an attitude, Right. That's an opportunity for us. And I think that's happening all the time. You can see it. You can feel it. Well, I think the biggest thing that we need to put out there, too, is we have a lot of energy. We have a lot of ideas. We have projects coming, but it's a low cost of entry. I yeah. mean, it really yeah. is when you just get in your car and go anywhere, you see what yeah, and other it, people are paying for the same quality of life we have. And, and, and then once you get connected. So we didn't understand, like you've taught us, <clears throat> you are teaching us the funding part of it, right? So, you know, you get this bolded together. So, you know, if Sharon gets, you know, X amount of dollars and they start to use it as, as seed financing so that a bank can then come in. So stabilizing properties and curing, we've learned that term, right? So we have things that need to get stabilized. If people really understand that and then go and get the help we get from Longevity yeah. and Michelle Brooks and these guys, I mean, we're, I'm honored every time my phone rings and it's somebody like that saying to me, hey, Mark Longetti calls, hey, I think there's a grant you should chase after. It'll work great for Penn State and it's and Sharon's an underserved market. So go after this, would you please? I mean, they're they're steering us. You, yeah, and, and they're, they're a right? catalyst for other programs. Yeah, and then you get the banks that show up, you know, the, the new Mars Bank guys, the Mercer County State Bank. There's just some great people that are standing on the sidelines, really ready to jump in and go. Well, we got to do this a year from now yeah. and look back and see how much progress we yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, this should be a good year. Great so year. I cannot thank you enough for the energy and passion you bring for Mercer County. You make our job on economic development so much easier when you have people that are engaged and willing to invest their time and their treasure and their enthusiasm and bring this vision and uh, not just bring the vision, but bring the reality behind it. Can't thank you enough, Jim. Happy we year. thank you, our viewers, for watching this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. Want to thank our guest again, Jim Landino from JCL Energy for making it in Mercer County. We produce this show in the state-of-the-art TV and radio studios in the James Pettus Communications Center on T.O. College's campus in Greenville. We want to thank the students, faculty, and staff who have helped bring this show to life. And if you have an idea or a suggestion for a future edition of Discover Mercer County Business, please connect with our improvement movement team on our website at pen-northwest.com or give us a call at 724-662-3705. And remember, you can also find out more about Penn Northwest Development Corporation by searching for us on YouTube or connecting with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Discover Mercer County Business and we'll see you again next time.